You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Also, check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash unfiltered. We will actually have a new segment dropping today on that site, patreon.com slash unfiltered. Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means it is time for our recurring segment that we have donned Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on a dedicated listener as a guest host, guest interviewee, and talk about their Rays fandom. And today we have a very special edition of Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on, or we will, feature Chase Ross. That's right. And it's a special one because we're celebrating October being Disability Awareness Month. And Chase actually shared with us um, a little bit of his life journey. Uh, he actually suffers from cerebral palsy, or CP, which uh, does occur at birth. Currently, about 8,000 babies and infants are diagnosed with this condition each year. It is a disorder which affects the body's ability to control its muscle movement and posture. A person who lives with CP can experience many physical symptoms, such as exaggerated reflexes, involuntary motions, and moreover, the individual can experience a hard time completing daily tasks, such as eating, drinking, showering, etc. Yeah, and I got to tell you, Chase has really been with us from the beginning. If yeah. you remember, if you're a regular Rays listener, regular Locked on Rays listener, he would periodically send us his predictions for a <laughs> <Yes>. series <laughs> or a road trip. And he was very oftentimes spot on. I think there was a, a series in the middle of the season, a, a road trip in the middle of the season somewhere yeah, uh, the Rays had ten road games, and I think I think Chase Ross predicted that the Rays would go eight and two or something like that, yep. and they ended up going nine and one. So he is a master <laughs> at determining uh, records and how the team will do. He's got kind of a a sixth sense with that, and of course Chase dealing with uh, cerebral palsy. Um, we're going to go about this Ramblin' Rays segment a little bit differently. We emailed him questions. Uh, he sent us back answers, and we're going to read those questions and answers on the air and react to them as such. Uh, Ulysses, should we go ahead and, and get running through uh, the Ramblin' Rays segment with Chase here? Let's do it. Let, let's get it going. Um, let's go with the first question. Uh, he's, we asked him, how did he become a Rays fan? And he says, I've been a Rays fan since 2008, because I had a brother who was a Yankees fan and the other was a Red Sox fan. 
Ulysses, talk about a house divided there. Oh my gosh, no. This, it's like the this... Hatfield and McCoys, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is not... Uh, th- uh, how, how did you do at dinner time? Uh, not during baseball season. I don't know if that existed. Everybody, everybody took take 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 takes their plate uh, to to their room to well, their own TV. Yes, yeah. watching the game on their <laughs> on their own devices and such. Like I can't uh. think of three fan bases that, or, or I guess three teams or franchises that hate each other. I don't want to say equally, but oh. it spreads out. Like I know FSU, Florida, Miami. There's some hatred there, but. That's a pretty big triumvirate there. Like you know how when uh, you like you drive around and you'll see those um, uh, you'll see the license plates or yeah. somebody wearing a shirt house divided and it's like half of a FSU shirt and half of a Miami shirt. I guess you yeah. could, you could do that with this the Red Sox Yankees and break it into thirds and go from there. You know I'm 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 beginning to think what would uh, Chase's house feel like in 2011. Game 162. Oh, boy. Wolf. Stressful moments. And I, I would have to be a fly on the wall. Yes. <laughs> during those moments. Credit to Chase for having a brother who was a Yankees fan. Yep. Is a Yankees fan and another a Red Sox fan and still choosing to root for the Rays. Because right. it, it's very easy, easy to be influenced by family members on Okay, I'll just root for the Yankees then, or yeah. the Red Sox. I mean, I'll just root for whoever my dad or mom is rooting for, or or my cousin or or uncle or something like that. So, Rays fan since two thousand eight, been around uh, for the long haul here. Okay, uh, question number two: Who is your all time favorite Rays player? Chase says my favorite Rays player was Evan Longoria. Uh, oh, okay, it's a lot of people's. Favorite Rays player. It's very sure. hard to go against Longo. Longo gave us a lot of good moments, a lot of good uh, defense, a lot of good uh, offense production, offensive production. So, yeah, of course, he's going to. And a lot of people are going to have Longoria jerseys. <laughs> yes, forever <laughs> in their, in their and closets. Ever and ever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me ask this to you straight up. Will his number be retired by the Rays? 100%. I don't want I, I'm not even retired, dude, but I don't think anybody else is going to wear number three for 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 a, a, anymore. Like, it, yeah. you know, they do that. Oh, well, here's your your new shirt. You know, Sutsugo got number 25. OK, whatever. Uh, nobody else is going to wear number three. What if that's it? What if next year leading into the 2021 season, Randy Arasarena says, I want number three. Can I have number three? Why can't I have number three? What do you do? <laughs> We're going to say, Randy, don't worry. You can keep 56 because apparently, this is the, the way that it is, He his number is 66 after Yasiel Puig. Right. But he changed it to 56 because Don Zimmers was obviously retired, so he couldn't take 66. He took 56. Hey, you know what? If you keep doing what you did this postseason, Randy, your 56 is going to be retired one day. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Hey, he could even change it to 36, maybe as an homage yeah. to Evan Longoria and like what it. the future could hold for Randy. By the way, Longo at 35 actually put together a pretty solid season this year. I looked up yes, the he numbers. Did. Hit 254, seven home runs, 28 RBIs, 10 doubles, 722 OPS. And he had... 
suffered in oblique strain late in camp and still was able to play and start 50 of 60 games at the hot corner for the Giants. So even Longo, up there in age, still still producing, still trying to earn that that albatross contract he is. Uh, albatross <laughs> for the Rays, anyway, uh, as far as yeah. that's concerned. So, okay, uh, question number three to Chase. Is there a moment in all of your Rays fandom that you will never forget? And Chase says, the moment I will never forget in Rays history was game five of ALDS this year. During that game, I was coaching football, so I had my aide checking the score periodically through the evening to keep me updated. As we were on our way home, I turned on the radio to listen to Dave and Andy, and I jumped out of my seat when the Rays won. I was so excited. Uh, all of us were excited, yes. weren't we, on Game 5. That was an amazing an amazing end to, to, to a great series. Really, that series meant a lot for Rays fans. And I want to know what was uh, Chase's Yankees brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you think about that uh, series? Probably not too happy. That Yeah, that is, that is another moment where I love to see kind of the brothers dueling back and forth and going yeah. back and forth on that. And yeah, and you know, the other thing too is because I think it's fair to say most people are watching the game on TV rather than listening on the radio. So I would love to see and listen to how that call unfolded during the course I, of the start of the at-bat to the end of the at-bat in real time. I told you, buddy, this you gave me the idea, and I took it on from the beginning, from game one of the Wild Card Series. Put the TV on mute. Put Dave and Andy on your Bluetooth amplifier and uh, and go from there. And that's that's how I enjoyed the, the the postseason with Dave and Andy and on the TV on mute. Did you have trouble deciphering who was talking, whether it was sometimes Dave or Andy, Andy or Dave, because their voices, it's been said, sound very similar at times. It, it, they do sound similar sometimes, but like I told you the other day, well, not I told you, but I said on the podcast, you, you've known this for years, I used to uh, deliver sandwiches, right? Right. And during college. And... That's how I used to kind of listen to the games of through that season. I think it was the 2012 season or 2013 season. And I got to listen to them every night. So then that really helped. But in the beginning, I will tell you, it, it, it gets a little bit confusing who's Dave and Andy. Not Wait, after years, though. So in 2012, 2013, you were delivering sandwiches. Your, was your shift always around nighttime? It was usually from 4 o'clock till like 11 p.m. So you were basically unable to watch most every Rays game. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the, depending on, on, on the day that I was scheduled, you know, if I was scheduled Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then I got to see th Tuesday and Thursday, the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then I used right. to just, you know, listen on the radio. Yeah, Man, I, I, I should have helped you out. I should have, let me talk to the boss. No, Ulysses has to watch the Rays <laughs> games. He, this shift is no good. we will do the morning shift. The yeah, lunch day, yeah. We'll do the lunch shift. Yeah. The night shift, yeah. no, can't do that. Anthony Collins uh, was very upset for me, too. He was like, dude, this is crazy. Here's yes. a good tip. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Collins, by the way, former USF men's basketball player. We mentioned him. Uh, well, little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, we did a very extended Q&A mailbag segment, and we had a lot of extra stuff that we could not fit into the podcast that we had to put on Patreon. So if you want to check out 
some of our stories and tales from that, you can go to patreon.com slash race unfiltered. Uh, okay. Question number four to chase. Now that the playoffs are over, how do you feel about this 2020 team? And Chase says, now that this season is over, I feel like the Rays did outstanding and hopefully they don't trade any players. In my eyes, this was a message that was to the American League for 2021. I believe they can make it to the World Series again. Chase with the predictions. Hey, he he's been right before. I, I want love him the to confidence. be right. I love yeah. the optimism about the Rays making the World Series again. I think, is it fair to say, again, you can't just say, yeah, they've made it, they've made it this year, they're going to make it three times out of the next five years or whatever it is. Not everybody can be the Dodgers, but I think it's fair to say in the next half decade, next five, six, seven years, I mean, I like their chances. I like their chances with the the guys they have on the come up if they make the right trades and maneuvers and, and things of that sort. Well, let, let's let's attack each piece first. Yes, there will be traits, unfortunately. Yeah, Chase. there will. We'll, we'll we'll see some. Number two, and and, and out of those traits, some we're going to be like, okay, and then some we're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, that's that. There, we we got one of those. That's coming. That's coming. You think up. we'll have uh, more than one, or at least one blockbuster trade from the Rays? No, I think season. just one, just the one. Okay, just and then one. And, and, other and smaller and, trades, I guess. And and, and 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 another one where a big prospect will be dealt. No, people, I'm not talking about Wander Franco. Yep. But um, yeah, I, I think if you want to talk about the next five years and you want to be realistic about it, I say that out of those next five years, you would expect the race to make the playoffs the majority of those five years. So we're talking three out of the next five years, they should be in the playoffs. And out of those three years in the playoffs, you would expect them to have maybe a couple long runs. Yes. So then you're looking at two more chances, I would say. That's assuming that, uh, you know, most of the baseball players and people that work in baseball, uh, their attitude isn't the same as Justin Turner. If we can get those seasons off the ground, <laughs> yeah, that would be great and be able to yeah. get that rolling. Okay, question number five to Chase. Regarding October being Disability Awareness Month, there's an underdog story with you and the race. What would you like to tell people listening about people dealing with disabilities? And Chase says... I would like to let everyone know that it's not easy being a person with disabilities. I've never felt bad for myself. On the contrary, I tell everyone that I meet, quote, I might do it differently, but I still get it done. Find your why. My why is sports and the church. I am currently planning to attend ministry school in the fall. My end goal is to become a pastor and help families with disabilities. Currently, I am writing a book about my life and how I've dealt with my disability. You can do anything you put your mind to. That's a great answer. That's a yeah. really, really great answer. And let me say this, um, you know, Chase, in dealing with cerebral palsy, uh, I know a girl actually that is a golfer, a varsity golfer on the Steinbrenner High School girls golf team, and she's competing at State's this year. Wow. That's amazing. so, uh, it just goes to show you, yeah, you can do what you put your mind to. And I think finding your, 
finding your why that is so important and so huge. And yeah, Chase is definitely a big sports fan too. It, it's clear in that we've, we've talked to him before we've had him yeah. on some of our uh, zoom conversations and emails back and forth. And he, he actually has one of the, I don't know if I've ever seen a hat like this. He has a Tampa Bay Rays hat that the TB colors, they're not white. I think they're colored out in orange. And I think that's an homage to his <laughs> Florida Gators fandom. That is a dope okay. hat. That might be better than my uh, 98ers hat. So that's you're awesome. Yeah, Gators you're right. Fan, that might be the thing. Because I know he's 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 talked about Mike Zanino on occasion being a that's former right. Florida Gators player and such. So he's got style as well, as yeah. well as knowing about the race. No, and, and that's great. I, I love the why, though, right? Find your why, because I think that's a little bit of a broad uh, thing that we can all use, right? Wherever we are in life, you know, if you find your why, then um, it's going to make a little bit things a bit easier, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, of course, it also being a Friday, it is traditional that we do some sort of baseball trivia. And Chase actually served up some trivia questions for us. I've seen this email uh, I've seen these trivia questions. So Ulysses, I'm going to grill you on these trivia questions okay. courtesy of Chase. But first, we've got to tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. How can the best protein bar on earth be even better? Well, they're up to 19, 20 amazing flavors. I mean, you can have pretty much a new flavor every day of the month. That's right. If you want to. Like, really, you can... You can kind of coordinate it with this podcast. We record Monday yeah. through Friday, so you could have a different different uh, built bar every day that we, we record of the month. And because you want to enjoy each bite, maybe it'll up take up to twenty minutes. Maybe, I don't know how fast you eat, Kevin. Are you a fast eater? Uh, how long does it take me to eat a built bar? Or just yeah. I mean, me, I, for me, it takes about a minute because I devour them. Yeah, I devour them too. Um, now, if you want to kind of savor it a little bit, again, you can go to my trick of heat up the Built Bar in the microwave for a couple seconds, yes. put it on some ice cream or some other dessert and really like go that. to town and really enjoy. But if we're strictly speaking, uh, you know, I want to have a Built Bar before I work out. Yeah, I'm, I'm inhaling that thing. I, I think I'm like you that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah going to town on the built bars for sure. Um, also, you know, of those many amazing flavors, some of the new flavors they have include strawberry, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. There's a ton of, of, of original flavors as well, such as uh, banana bread, mint brownie, peanut butter. The list goes on and on. Built Bars are low-calorie, they're low-sugar, they're high-protein, they're high-fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. Uh, if you look at really uh, most of these Built Bars are kind of uh, the, uh, the same in their nutritional profile. You're looking at around 180 calories, just 5 grams sugar, just 5 grams net carbs, and somewhere around 17, 18 grams of protein. Pretty good stuff right there. Uh, if you want a case of your own Built Bars, and I implore that you do get some, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 20% off 
at BuiltBar.com. And while supplies last, they're offering a free cooler with purchase. So keep that in mind as well when you're visiting BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, with it being a Friday, it is time for some baseball trivia. And before I give my question, I've got uh, one prepared for you, Ulysses. Uh, Chase sent us a couple, and I want to see if you know the answers to these. When I attempted them, uh, I whiffed. I went 0 for 2. I adamised them, if you will. Uh, This first one from Chase, who was the first draft pick in Ray's franchise history? Do you know that off the top of your head? Is it Josh Hamilton? Very good guess. That is incorrect. My guess was Dewan Brazelton. I was also incorrect because it was 2001. You got to go all the way back because this was an expansion team. You got to go all the way back to 1996. It was Paul Wilder out of Cary High School in North Carolina. That's a good question. Yeah. You really got to know your <laughs> Devil Rays history yeah. and yeah. Rays history to get that one. Yeah, I I either thought, okay, Josh Hamilton or Dewan Brazelton, or, and both of them, of course, were wrong. We, I didn't even get the 97 or, or 98 guy <laughs> right, I don't think. I guess uh, Crawford would have been, well, was even a first-round pick. He might have been a second-round pick. I don't know. I can't keep track yeah. of all the... Uh, yeah. No, you're really I, good, though. You're good yeah. at, 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 at draft picks. It's it's oh. your it's the it's the football fan in you that loves the draft. I, that is so accurate. That might be the most accurate thing ever <laughs> said on this podcast because the NFL draft is an event. It might. You be- know what? I should watch an NFL draft with you, and, and because yes. maybe that that turns it. Um, it turns I the think, light bulb on for, for, for football in me. Yeah, and maybe when they discuss the terminology and the background of the players and why this yeah. guy is a good scheme fit and why this guy could end up being a, a good player in the NFL, what are their weaknesses and flaws. Just It's quite frankly, like if, if my team's not in the Super Bowl, I enjoy the draft more so than I do wow. the Super Bowl. So I, I do get get all into the draft stuff, whether it's NBA, uh, MLB, NFL, all that sort of stuff. Maybe it's because I like, sometimes I like more of the personalities and the players on the field more so than the actual teams right? and everything. So anyway, yeah, Paul Wilder, the Rays' original draft pick. I actually Googled Paul Wilder and what came up was uh, a LinkedIn account based out of St. Petersburg, Tampa. So I'm assuming that's the same guy. I don't want to make wow. assumptions holy here, but it should would, have him on the show. It would seem fair. That might have to be something. That might have to be something. Although he might, I, if this is really the first time I'm hearing of Paul Wilder, I'm, I'm assuming he didn't have a decorated career. So maybe he right. doesn't want to talk about that, but that yeah. might be something we, <laughs> we look into. Okay. Uh, the second question from chase, uh, is what was the original name of Tropicana Field? The Ice Palace. No, uh, at least not from what I found. I saw the, according to Google, it was the Florida Suncoast Dome. That was going to be the Mm -hmm. original name of Tropicana Field. My, Man. I had nothing. My guess was the fruit dome. That's all it was. I, <laughs> I had nothing. I, else. I, I could have sworn it was called the Ice Palace. Uh, maybe that was even before that. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe I'm confused. 
That might have been another facility. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not... I think that's... Really, that might be... No, that, that's Amelie Arena. It opened... Quick Google search here. Oh, okay. It opened in 1996 as the Ice Palace. So there uh, we okay. go. Okay. I, I think your mind is too much on stadiums, arenas in Tampa and Hillsborough <laughs> County. You've lost yeah. your way with uh, things in St. Petersburg. Yeah, and such. exactly. So, That's what it wait, is. I'm, I'm, what, I'm focused on getting that done in Hillsborough. What do you like? Paint me as the villain. Yeah. I don't care. I want it here. You're the Justin Turner villain. Uh, Tropicana <laughs> Field or Florida Suncoast Dome? Which has a, which has a better rig to it? Oh, the trop. Yeah. yeah. Because you can just say the, the trop. Yeah. You can't just... I guess you could the just Suncoast? say the dome. The, the dome? dome. Yeah. Maybe that does have a but People already call it the dome anyway, so maybe that yeah, would have been it. True. Yeah. Uh, okay. So those were some great questions. Thank you, Chase. And stumping questions. Indeed. From Chase. Um, Ulysses, I'm going to try to stump you with one more here. Okay. Um, and of course, there's been a lot of discussion and scuttlebutt and conversation about the Blake Snell decision and taking him out after five and a third innings pitched in game six. So it got me to thinking, well, who are the all-time leaders in career innings pitched in the playoffs? So in front of me, I have the uh, 10 all-time leaders, the, the 10 top names here, and I just want you to name five of those players on this list most okay. career innings pitched in mlb playoff history clinton kershaw kershaw is correct he is number six on this list cc sabathia incorrect strike one he is not on this list andy pettit andy pettit is number one on this list uh, with 276.2 innings pitched in the postseason. That's basically wow. a full season. Nowadays, that might be like two full seasons. For <laughs> Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox is number five on this list with 198 innings pitched. I should mention Kershaw wow. had 189 innings pitched. So I believe you have three thus far. Pettit, Maddox, and Kershaw, correct, I think? Yes. Uh, Mike Mussina. Incorrect. Very good guess. I think you saw that uh, Twitter video that was sent out by Melissa Ferreira <laughs> yeah. on him refusing to come out of the ball game when Joe Torre was going to bring the quick hook, and Messina was like, nah, not doing that. No, nah, nope. we're not stay doing your, that. Yeah. Stay in your corner, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> know your place. Get back um, to your hole. Okay. I'm gonna so strike go two. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson is incorrect. Oh, Strike come three. On. Ooh, so you got. I'll, I'll give you one more chance. Justin Verlander. Very good. 187.2 innings pitch. You might as well try to get the fifth guy right now. You've got four so far. You've got. Kurt Schilling. Or no, do you have five? Oh my gosh. I Are you pulling a Ulysses right now? I think I am. So you had Pettit. Yes. You had Maddox. Maddox. I had Kershaw. Kershaw and Verlander. That's four, right? Yeah. Okay. Who Schilling? Kurt Schilling? Schilling is not on this list. Blech. Okay. So, okay. Who I got to end it here. Yeah. Okay. 
You're not, you're not going to get the uh, benefit of the umpire's call here. Uh, okay, so Andy Pettit, number one. Yeah. Tom Glavin, number two, ah. 218.1 innings pitch. Number three was the man who was calling the game alongside Joe Buck, John Smoltz. Wow. 209. Always go Atlanta Braves. When pitching, yes. always go Atlanta Braves. Braves Damn or Yankees. It. That's it. Right? Uh. Yeah, Number that was four, dumb. Roger Clemens. Oh my God, 199. <laughs> way to way to make me feel dumb on Friday, I'm dude. I'm sorry. And I, honestly, I thought going into this, you'd get like nine of these names. I, um, I, I I didn't have enough coffee. God dang it! Didn't have enough coffee, and you're still stewing over a Rays loss. Yeah, your brain's all scrambled. I got uh, third time through the lineup. This uh, yeah. syndrome. Yeah. You got that on your mind. Your 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 swings off. You're a dominant. Why right Nick now. Anderson? Why? It made no sense. It makes oh, no okay, sense. Keep going. Whatsoever. <laughs> the guy sucks right now. I don't want to say sucks, but he's not have. He's not the guy. If he's analytics guy. tell you third time through the lineup is not good, then how do analytics tell you Nick Anderson doesn't have it? You can't have one and the uh, and not the other. That is so true. That is so true. Um, so Roger Clemens, Greg Maddox, you got right. Number five, 198 innings pitched. Clayton Kershaw, you got right. Uh, number six, 189. Uh, Justin Verlander, seven, 187.2. John Lester, number eight, 154. He's always a sneaky guy. He's, a, he's a, always a sneaky trivia answer because you yes. never think about John Lester. And also Cole Hamels. You never think about him either. That is true. That They're is the true. same pitcher, too, by the way. Yeah. He is not on this list, though. Uh, number oh. nine is Whitey Ford. 146. No, rest in peace. And number 10, you want to talk about another dark horse here, a guy that I don't know if anybody would get. Uh, John Lackey. John Lackey is number 10 on this list. He's my favorite GIF. Yeah. And why one, is that? He, you know, he's, it's the one where he he's dropping an f bomb and his face is just super angry, and then the word "darn" comes up. <laughs> oh my god, it gets me every time. That's my favorite one. You should have dropped that after Nick Anderson uh, gave <laughs> up the, the runs to the Dodgers. Yeah. John Lackey, or some Rays fans call him John Shalacky. Yes. Times where he, he would give up his share of runs there. Very good. You did solid. Hey, you eh. got to the World Series, but you didn't win. Yeah, it. I didn't get the ring. Uh, was that in five games or was that in six games? What do you think? Uh, that looked well, more like five games. That looked like a gentleman's sweep. You only got four lie. right. Yeah, you only got four right. So, yeah, I guess... Yeah, we'll call it five games. We'll call it okay. five games. That's okay. I, I'm going to get... You know, you're lucky. Oh, my you know, gosh. You're lucky because I had a really... Good question, and time's up, so we can't get to you. We have no no more time. Time is yep. up. The game is <laughs> ended. I'm not going to. Uh, that that's that's it, though. I, I have this trivia question for you. Whenever you're back in the hot seat, uh, that's what's happening. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'm just going to be studying up. Can I, I need some kind of hint or something? I got to start studying. I got to start preparing. Study this is soccer. A final for me. Soccer. Study soccer. I can't. Just like you can't with football. <laughs> with the NFL, college football, I can't with soccer. I can, I think I do a little bit more football than you do soccer. 
That is fair. That is true. Yeah, you can name more football players than I can name soccer players. Although soccer. I don't know if I can get to twelve football players. I don't know if you can get to that five soccer players. Yeah. Uh, soccer to me, oh, it's cross country with a ball. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh God. All right. On that note, uh, be sure you check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered what's funny is i used to call soccer games in college we used to call them together at times and i really quite frankly had no idea what was going on my (laughs) girlfriend was a very good soccer player yeah she was county yeah uh she i think she just needs to teach me about soccer maybe if i understood it more and understood the game then i would be yes yes and 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 my girlfriend can teach me about football because she was really into football Seattle Seahawks fan? Yeah, she's a Seahawks fan. Yeah, that, that's a good team to root for if you're going to be a football <laughs> yeah. fan. I think that's she's good. had some fun, yeah. Yeah. The Bucks, not so much in recent years, but this year it might make up for it. We like, got the GOAT, baby, although she does not like when I call Brady the GOAT. So that might be a oh, football okay. hate thing, yeah. I gotcha, yeah. See, <laughs> so who is the Tom Brady in soccer? Would that be Messi or uh, Ronaldo? Uh, that is as contested as who is the GOAT, LeBron or Michael Jordan. It, okay. it's, a, it's a thing that will never end. So, so basically Pe- what we're saying. Pe- Pele, Maradona, you know, you've okay. got many things to, many people to choose from. That wraps up, on that note, that wraps <laughs> yeah. up this edition of Locked On Soccer. I mean, Locked On Plays. <laughs> now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.